Welcome to Obstacles Under the Surface with Katie Wenger. Your podcast about finding and healing what navigates your life. On today's episode, we are talking about strengthening your mindset, which is such an important topic. You really live most of your life within your own mind. And it is difficult to feel lost in some or all areas. Our individuality can be neglected in the daily grind of life and relationships and the things you have to get done and your to-do list. And it can really be tough. My course that I have online, Strengthening Your Mindset, can start you on a path That will lead you to know yourself better, to flourish more in your connections with others. Today, we are going to talk about two aspects of the Strengthening Your Mindset course, two that I think are very, very important. We're going to be talking about rewriting your inner voice and meeting your own needs internally. So as we get started today, I would take some time, if you can, to get comfortable, try to take some deep breaths in. And hold it for a couple seconds and release your breath. In and hold and release. Try to take some time to focus and explore the thoughts that are coming to your mind. And that may come to your mind often when you're in these quiet moments or you're going through your day, doing the things that you need to do, maybe things that you enjoy, spending time with others. When you're driving in the car, that's always a big thinking time. And it's easy to notice what thoughts are coming to mind if you're paying attention I always say to my clients that we live most of our lives in our own minds. So it's important that we create that and design that to be the healthiest, most nurturing, and most compassionate environment that we can. There is no room for lingering negative thoughts. There is no room for self-judgment. And there's no room for feeling badly about yourself or focusing on negative characteristics or negative things that you see about yourself 
When you think about it, it doesn't really matter. We're all humans. We're all flawed. No one is perfect on the inside or outside. But you want to feel good. You want to recognize your strengths and the things you like about yourself and spend more of your time in that thought process rather than in the negative or judgmental one. We are living in the world. We're in contact with the people around us. As we go through our day, we're doing the things that need to be done, things that we want to do. It's not necessarily always in the forefront of our mind, that awareness of the thoughts of self that we're having, or even maybe how you're thinking and interpreting the world around you. But all of that is really your life experience and how you process everything happening around you and internally and the decisions that you make and the thoughts that you have and even how you make them consciously. And if you're prioritizing yourself and choosing things that are good for you, that is going to enhance your capability to have this stronger mindset, to rewrite your inner voice to be a more positive one. Let's say that something happens that you make a decision that isn't good for you or other people, and you can take that time to reflect and process through it. Our inner voice is such a crucial part of self-growth too. But when you ask yourself, is this something that I need to change going forward or a pattern or a decision that I need to not repeat? And if so, you make a plan for that and you keep that in your conscience, conscious. If it's a pattern, it's a little tougher, but it's something that you can continue to work on so that you're able to keep it conscious, but not dwell on it or overthink. But you are able to stop that pattern if it's negative. Our inner voice is such a crucial part of our life experience. And that's why I included it as part of the material on my course. And I decided to talk about it today. You do have the capability to rewrite your inner voice. Even if you've been thinking this way for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you have the ability to change how you think and rewrite your inner voice to be a more positive one. So as I discuss this with you today, please try to remain comfortable, calm, open to the information. You don't have to be applying it to yourself right now. You're just taking it in. You're going to make your own thoughts about it and have your own reactions. And then in some quiet reflection later, decide how it would apply to you. Remember to continue breathing 
taking some deep breaths in and out. If you want to close your eyes and you're in a safe place to do that, feel free to do so. And just really focus on my voice and the information that I'm going to share with you today. Again, it comes from over 18 years of therapy experience and numerous continuing education courses and self-study and research and seeing what has been successful for my clients and also seeing where they get stuck. So I've been able to design a way to address that and for them to move past those points where they get stuck. It can be individualized where there are things that work for most people. And that is important in this process of rewriting your inner voice. So I'm going to share some thoughts with you Again, that come from my online course, the Strengthening Your Mindset course, but this is only one section of it, the rewriting your inner voice. There's some important thinking points for you that I'd like to share today on the podcast. It's highly likely that the narrative that makes up your thoughts is the voice of someone that you spent a great deal of time with either growing up or in your adulthood. It might be someone that's been in your life more recently or someone from the past. But often if you don't take control of your inner voice and write it for yourself, design it for yourself, it will come from someone else. You will hear the things that they have said to you repeated by you to yourself and integrated into your decision making and thought process. And who wants to live in a way where we are thinking about ourselves the way that someone else prescribed? Someone outside of us and outside of our mind decided that this is true of us And so you are going to believe that and live that. Take some time to think about that. Only you truly know yourself. You know yourself to the core. So you need to be the one to decide how you view yourself and how you present yourself then to the world. So I would ask you to jot down what are some of the things that your inner voice repeats often in your thoughts? Mark what you would like to get rid of from this dialogue. What from this dialogue or what thoughts would you like to keep are important to you or positive or affirming? And ultimately, what should your inner voice be saying to contribute to your peace and well-being?
This can be a journaling exercise. It can be something where you jot down your thoughts as you're listening to this podcast, or it can be something that you go over later in your quiet reflection time and find some of those answers for yourself and really think about what you want your thought process and your inner voice to be like. I'm going to tell you a story about something I've noticed in a few clients over the years. And of course, the name will be changed. There will not be any identifying factors. But I think it's important for you to hear and will resonate with a lot of you. So when this client was working on improving self-esteem and improving confidence to ultimately impact her success at work, in relationships, in how she felt on a day-to-day basis. We'll call her Megan. So when Megan thought about really what she was telling herself in her mind and what was replaying, especially in challenging situations or when she felt her confidence dipping, she would hear a voice. It was her voice, but it didn't sound like something that she would say to anyone else. And that voice was saying things like, this is a waste of your time. What you're working towards is way beyond what you're able to achieve. Why don't you focus more on things that are on your level and knowing your role in life and find peace and happiness there. So this is what was being, what Megan was repeating to herself whenever she tried to do something challenging or thought about trying something new or reaching a little further, whether it was in her career or it was in her relationships. So Megan was a sales associate at the time, but she had much higher aspirations for herself. She wanted to, and part of this was wanting to have a higher income, wanting to be part of more decision-making in the company or in a company, and to feel this continuous professional growth in her life. But when a new position came up or someone discussed a new position with her, she would repeat those things to herself. You're stretching yourself beyond your limits. This, you will probably end up heartbroken. 
you will feel like a failure. These are the things that we're repeating in her mind. You're better off staying with what you know, staying in your role. You're reaching too far forward. You're reaching too far up. No need to stress yourself out and think or make a move for a promotion when you will probably just be denied anyway. So doing a lot of work on her inner voice allowed her to identify that voice as someone from very early in her adulthood, actually. And when she thought back, they repeated these things so many times to her. And whenever she would talk about dreams, aspirations, where she ultimately wanted to end up in her career and life, this person would say things like this to her. And it got stuck in her mind and it became the way that she saw herself. So she did a lot of work. She processed in therapy. She identified her answers to some of those questions we just mentioned. And she was able to come up with a new mindset that she wanted to integrate, become her new go-to thought pattern and ultimately rewrite her inner voice. It worked for her. It helped her be successful. It helps a lot of people be more successful. And it, it, it improves confidence, no doubt. And it makes you feel like the world is something to explore and keep growing through. It doesn't make you feel like you are stuck where you are and unable to move forwards. I also want to talk to you about meeting your needs internally because this can give you a freedom that doesn't tie you to other people with no other option. It doesn't make you feel trapped. It doesn't make you feel like if someone else doesn't validate you, you can't be validated. You can't be validated. It doesn't make you feel like some of your needs that you can meet internally, you need to keep searching for outside of yourself. You don't. There are needs that you can meet internally. Maybe you haven't identified them and that's a first step. But you can also make a plan for how to meet them internally and have that be a go-to. Maybe even if you have someone else who, who is or could fulfill those needs for you that you can go to, start with yourself and then go to that other person or other people. Or if there isn't someone else that is meeting that need, get it within yourself. You have so many tools inside of your own mind and psyche to take care of yourself that you probably don't even recognize on a daily basis. Consider that and how you can take care of yourself.
Meeting your needs internally is also part of my strengthening your mindset course online. Again, I chose these two topics from the course because I think they are central to making everything else about your mindset successful. When we're talking about meeting your needs internally, I want to ask you, do your needs get discarded in favor of accommodating others? Like people-pleasing or even less than that? Um, You know, maybe you're not people-pleasing, but you are taking time, you're prioritizing or putting other people's needs before your own when there are certainly times when you should be meeting your own needs first. Then you're in a better place to take care of other people and be there for other people. Then you're feeling better and you're giving yourself that message that I should be first. I should be first to me. I should be taken care of more, not just as much, more so than I would take care of someone else. While we're often accustomed to meeting the needs of other people, we often have no idea when it comes to our own. So breaking down those steps to identify, express, and fulfill your internal needs can change your life a lot. It certainly can change your mindset, which changes your life. Here's some reflection questions for meeting your needs internally. If I am or were alone, I would be healthiest if, and you can write whatever comes to mind. Don't judge it. Just jot down ideas. What needs do I typically experience or should be prioritized? Again, you may not know what they are. Also in my course, we go through the wheel of of needs. It helps you identify those. But I think if you think right now or later in quiet reflection, what those needs are that are most important to you, you'll be able to find them. What needs would I look to others to typically fulfill? And how can I fulfill them internally then? Take some time to reflect on these questions. Like I said, whether it's in a journal, it's in your own thoughts, it's just writing down random ideas, it's recording yourself on your phone, saying them out loud, or a video, talking to yourself, sharing some of these ideas, that can be helpful. Questions about how to find your needs or what this would encompass is probably the hardest part of doing this work, but it's something that I think you're definitely able to do. It helps to do it with a professional to go through them, but it's something you can start the work on and I think you'll feel good about doing that. 
When you honestly and clearly take a look at your needs, realize that they may be different from others that you know, from your family, your friends, what you've been taught throughout your life. Having unseen needs or repressing them, I'm referring to healthy and non-harmful needs, is not good for your mindset and general feeling of health. So repressing them, stuffing them inside, ignoring them, focusing on the needs of other people, like we talked about earlier, when you really need to focus on your own first. It changes your mindset and it, it definitely sends you the message, I'm not as important. And that is not what I want for you. That impacts that general feeling of health as well. After you take a close look at what you need, then the focus is on how to meet those needs yourself. Not all of your needs should be met by yourself. You should have relationships and things outside of you that can fill healthy needs for you because we don't, we can't, and we don't want to live in a bubble. But looking at what needs you can meet yourself. And as I mentioned before, sometimes it helps to go to yourself first, even when you have other people that you know can meet those needs for you, go to yourself first as a way to practice that and a way to get internal and external validation so your mind doesn't focus on that need for external validation only. And doing what you can will make you feel prioritized internally. And that is extremely important. It will make you less likely to fall into dependence on a relationship that is healthy or not. So this is something that can help with codependency patterns or urges. Looking within first before seeking outside fulfillment of your needs or addressing that need to take care of others can be very empowering. The peace that you will feel when you institute this that arises from meeting your own needs is huge. And I wish that for all of you. So after my discussion today with rewriting your inner voice and meeting your needs internally, I hope that you take some time to consider how this applies to your mindset, to your thought pattern, your reactions, your emotions, and how working on both of these things can improve your life and lead to greater success in all areas, really. I will take some time before I wrap up here today to let you know about two exciting guest speakers that I have coming up on future podcasts. So I will be having Amy Marlowe McCoy, who
who works with adult children that have grown up in unhealthy patterns in their life. Even adult children of narcissists. So she is one of or the specialist here in my area and maybe even beyond of working with adult children of narcissists and people that have grown up with unhealthy relationship patterns or have them now. So you will be excited to hear what she has to say. I'm sure she has so much knowledge. She's very engaging to talk to and um, you will gain a lot from my conversation with her. And I'm definitely looking forward to that. So she will be joining me on the trauma bonding episode that I'm doing next week for episode four. Be sure to listen to that one. And looking a little bit further ahead. So in the beginning of March, I will be having another guest speaker. Lindsay McGovern is a therapist who works with millennial women and addressing their obsessive compulsive disorder or obsessive compulsive symptoms or proclivities that they have that are impeding parts of their life. Lindsay comes with a ton of experience very easy to work with and really has so much knowledge on OCD and will be able to share with us through our discussion what you can do if you're in that position or you're noticing some of these things about yourselves or some of these patterns also and how you start that process of, as she says it, letting go of the fear and doubt and feel peace from intrusive thoughts. So please join us for those episodes as well. After our after this episode today, I hope that you take time to relax, to reflect back, and it doesn't have to be now, but it can be whenever you find some quiet time to be able to process and apply the things that we've talked about and what can be instituted into your life to help you really find any obstacles that are under your surface that are impacting the happiness and fulfillment of your life and any relationships with others. Sending you peaceful wishes. <laughs>